This is a Federal News Network podcast. The ink is barely dry on the American Rescue Plan the president will sign tomorrow, but the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency already knows where it's spending its funding windfall. CISA leaders told House Appropriations Subcommittee members yesterday that the $650 million they'll receive to strengthen federal networks will have a huge impact. Federal News Network's executive editor, Jason Miller, joins me now with details of this spending plan. Now, Jason, with SolarWinds, now the latest Microsoft Exchange bust-in, it sounds like the funding for CISA is perfectly timed. What are their plans? How are they going to spend it? Once the Senate passed their bill, I think last week, I'm sure CISA got their plans in high gear. While there's plenty of specifics that still need to be filled in, Eric Goldstein, Executive Assistant Director for Cybersecurity at CISA, told House Appropriations Homeland Security Subcommittee members yesterday that the four areas the agency will focus the $650 million on will make real progress. The first is the deployment of detection sensors within federal agencies to increase our visibility into cybersecurity threats within agency environments and figure out adversary activity much quicker to minimize these kind of prolonged compromises that we've recently seen. The second, sir, to your point, is expanding our capacity for incident response and threat hunting, moving to that proactive hunting model that I mentioned previously. The third is improving our capacity to conduct analysis of cybersecurity information coming into CISA to understand risks and threats across the executive branch. And then the fourth and the longest term imperative is progressing federal agencies to a more defensive network architecture, for example, using these zero trust principles where we're assuming that the network is permeable and focusing on protecting assets and accounts. CISA's Eric Goldstein says while money will be impactful, it's just really a down payment on what agencies and CISA will need to continue to deal with with this ever-growing cyber threats that they face. These four, by the way, Tom, also match up to what Goldstein called CISA's plans to expand and grow its capabilities. Some of that came from Congress, mandated in the 2021 Defense Authorization Bill. All right, so there's sort of an architecture emerging in all of this. Now, it sounds like there's some changes coming to the Einstein program, which is a longstanding DHS program. As part of the short-term burst of money, what does uh, CISA plan to do on Einstein? I think it's important to start by saying Einstein really did receive a bad rap after the SolarWinds attack. Tom, I think you and I have talked about this, and we've followed this for more than 20 years. Einstein is based on known vulnerabilities. SolarWinds and now Microsoft were unknown vulnerabilities. So for anyone to say that, oh, Einstein should have caught it, they just don't understand how the system works or what the system was designed for. Now, that being said, at the same time, CISA recognizes Einstein needs to continue to evolve. Goldstein says the current approach to Einstein was designed to address cyber risks of a decade ago that would focus on the perimeter. CISA is urgently moving our detection capabilities from that perimeter layer into agency networks to focus on these endpoints, the servers and workstations where we're seeing adversary activity today. This is consistent with leading trends uh, in the cybersecurity industry as adopted by public and private organizations of all types. We already have pilots in place to precipitate this important transition and with funding under consideration by Congress, we will rapidly accelerate this transition from a perimeter defense construct to a construct where we are in real time identifying threat activity within agency networks, which is where the visibility still remains. Well, Goldstein didn't offer any details of the timing of what we can call, quote unquote, the new Einstein effort. A lot of it does depend on congressional funding, but I think we can safely assume, Tom, that some of that $650 million is earmarked for the expansion of these capabilities. Yeah, so they could be going for maybe zero trust models and different ways of getting at cybersecurity data-based as opposed to perimeter-based to complement Einstein. 
Absolutely. And I think there's a connection to the continuous diagnostics and mitigation program, CDM. All this fits together to create what you just said, the zero trust framework that I think CISA and a lot of the other agencies are moving toward. All right. And CISA, do they provide any updates on the impact of solar winds? I think they're still unpacking the whole thing. And this Microsoft Exchange vulnerability, that really, I think, took the world by storm. Did it affect federal agencies? What did they say about it at the hearing? The hearing provided us some new information. I know we've heard CISA before talk about how solar winds was an extremely sophisticated attack aimed at bypassing you know, strong security controls. Brandon Wales, the acting director of CISA, says he believes that the, it was largely an espionage targeting of a couple of agencies. They were looking to steal information, and that's it. And right now, CISA says they have no evidence that the bad actor was doing anything else but stealing that information. In fact, Wales says CISA released a new tool to help agencies really understand what the attackers did, what the SolarWinds vulnerabilities were, and agencies now have that kind of kind of almost like a checklist to say, okay, what it is, how to do it, we'll make sure we're all on the same page and, and, and go forward from there. As for Microsoft, I think it's still on the early side. Now, Goldstein says as of yesterday, you know, March 10th, CISA says no civilian agencies have been confirmed to be of compromise under the Microsoft Exchange vulnerability. But Goldstein says as CISA continues to work with agencies to do forensic analysis, new information is coming in by the hour. So we'll see how that story continues to unfold. But he did call the agency response outstanding. The vast majority of the servers have been mitigated across civilian agencies. And town remember, it's just about a week ago when they released that emergency directive telling agencies to fix it now. Sure. And what are some of CISA's goals for the federal network security longer term, say next year? As you heard Eric Goldstein say earlier, the $650 million will really focus on those four areas. and But a lot of them include those longer term priorities. The one thing I just thought I would highlight, Tom, is is Eric Goldstein talked during the hearing a lot, time and again, about the move to persistent and advanced threat hunting. Goldstein describes how the agency plans on changing its approach to that threat hunting. The way that, that much incident response and threat hunting works historically is we would begin the response or hunting phase only when triggered by a compromise, by a possible breach. What we want to move to is a paradigm where CISA is able to continuously assess security data from agencies on an ongoing basis for evidence of compromise, utilizing both known and potential indicators of compromise, including advanced analytic techniques so that we can get ahead of the adversary. And the moment that they intrude, we have a higher likelihood of catching them versus waiting until, for example, the adversary makes a mistake and then we trigger it as a response. So our goal is to move the leftward in our ability to rapidly detect intrusions that do occur. This is Eric Goldstein says the agency hasn't determined its approach for expanding its threat hunting capabilities yet. Again, part of the 2021 defense authorization bills with, with those provisions included. He says there could be a combination of models, maybe CISA putting some tools on an agency network to continuously analyze the threat activity, or maybe it's working with agencies who aggregate their network security data and let CISA analyze it to continuously decide whether there's threats there. And again, this data is going to be on premise or in the cloud. Some combination of that is, is probably what, what will happen, and maybe both for the same agency. He adds, in the coming months, CISA will continue to develop its plans for this threat hunting initiative around, of course, Tom, you've heard this before, people, tools, analytics. Did the committee members seem to be satisfied with what they were hearing? One thing that stood out to me time and again from the committee members was they kept saying, you're doing a great job, but you need more. And I was kind of surprised by that a little bit because CISA has gotten a lot of money over the last five or seven years. And I'm not saying they got too much money, I'm just surprised to hear appropriations members saying, recognizing that cybersecurity is, continues to be difficult, 
that CISA continues to need more money, more resources, more people. So I think they're very supportive of the direction they're going. They just, of course, want more information. Sure. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much. Always a pleasure, Tom. Be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.